I'm Kevin Price. You're listening to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. And uh, always love having my conversations with Cody Willard. Uh, you know him from his uh, work as an anchor at uh, Fox Business, his media role at CNBC, his newsletter, tradingwithcody.com, uh, and uh, as well as his hedge fund, which uh, we love talking about. And we're going to spend some time this segment talking about that. All things Cody Willard can really be found at tradingwithcody.com, except for the fact that he's in a band. I don't think your your website talks about your band. <laughs> Yeah, I think I've got some of my songs on SoundCloud.com. If you search, uh, actually, I think it's under my username. But uh, or go to YouTube and look for um, the Muddy Souls, all one word. The Muddy Souls. So make sure you check that out. So he's a true Renaissance man, and so we uh, always love having you on. Uh, let's talk. Uh, you know, it's an interesting time. A lot of fear and loathing in the stock market. Which you know, when you look at the great sages of of the market, uh, like uh, the Warren Buffett, it's like, oh, that means we can make some money. And that's going to be kind of our focus this time, with caution. Uh, but that's going to be our focus this segment. Kind of set the stage for us. Yeah, so, you know, I for the last couple, three weeks, I've been talking about why I sort of expect, why I do did expect the market to have a serious pullback. And, um, you know, in the last 10 days, technology stocks and especially speculative, say that five times fast, especially speculative technology stocks, have really pulled back. I mean, some 30, 40, 50% on many cases. And, um, and, and look, there's a lot of crappy stocks out there that are heading to zero. There's a lot of SPACs that came public in the last year or two that are still heading back to their all-time lows and are going to never come back from those lows. And so you got to be careful. I'm not sitting saying, hey, let's just go buy stocks everywhere. But the fact is when you get these pullbacks like this, you start. that's when the valuations and some of the great stocks that you should be looking at, uh, hey, you're getting a chance to start a new position. You're getting a chance to build a position that you've been wanting to add to. And so I, I, I'm, I'm far from being – pounding the table bullish and buying everything in sight that I think is a great revolutionary investment, which is what I look for. Um, but I, I think we're getting closer, and I think the time is to start nibbling, start looking at some of the good companies and um, you know, be ready to pounce if we can really get a, a meltdown, which is, isn't <laughs> unlikely. You sound like you're salivating now. Be careful, careful there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So with that, what, what's catching you your eye right the, now? You hate cheering for the market to turn down. But, right. you know, like if you've got a lot of cash and you're looking for opportunities to put it to work, then a downturn is truly your best friend. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I love to say it. I pretend I'm the one who made it up, but you and I both know that it was – probably Andrew Car Carnegie or <laughs> something like that. But people make money in every type of economy, in every type of market. You just got to figure out how to do that. So looking at the landscape, what are some ones that you're watching more closely now, you know, in a favorable way than you weren't a few months ago? I like Intel a lot right now. Um, I've liked it actually for a few months, but uh, as it's come down even further, I've been – 
uh, scaling in slowly but surely. And if it gets to $30 a share right now at 33-something, um, another 10% decline, I'd do another tranche and buy some more. Um, the, looking you see at it, it as Intel, a player in the whole chips, the whole chips well, act, in, I'm Intel's, sure. The Intel is making a bet the company move on becoming a – a semiconductor manufacturing for other companies, including they'd like to sell their chips to Tesla. They'd like Tesla to design to actually, as they do right now, Tesla designs their own chips, uses Taiwan semiconductor to manufacture them, but they would love to have a domestic supplier. And that's what Intel is betting the company on. They're going to build a bunch of these semiconductor fab factories to start supplying other companies, Apple, Tesla, NVIDIA, all of those companies currently need and use Taiwan Semiconductor. If Intel pulls that off, you know, it, it's probably a trillion-dollar company. And right now, you know, the market cap is a small fraction of that, and you'd probably have an eight- or ten-bagger if it works out. If it doesn't work out, right. well, they are, they are betting the company, so it's not risk-free here. Um, mm -hmm. Another name I like right now that I didn't like a couple months ago or even a couple weeks ago when it was higher is Google. Uh, Google's come down nicely in the last few days, and um, it's uh, you know been a long term. I've owned it actually since the day of its IPO, and I still do. And I would uh, I'm looking to buy some more. I have a bid in the in the market right now in the hedge fund. To, if it will sell off just a little more, I'll fill that bid. Um, another company that you and I have talked about often, and it's pulled back sharply with speculative tech stocks, is uh, Rocket Lab, um, yeah. a space launch company, and they just reported a quarterly results that were pretty fantastic, frankly. I mean, they beat every expectation, and they said uh, the rest of the year should be better than you guys expected, and, um, you know, the stock is... Went from five to seven fifty, and after you know, after the report, it went to seven fifty, and here it is right now, back to about five fifty. Um, mm -hmm. So you know, if it comes back to five or below five, that's usually where I start scaling into some more. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, I wonder, you know, the whole spec, you know, that's how it came to to place. And by the way, I own Rocket Lab too. Um, you know, I wonder how, you know. You know when things like that happens with, with the with the spec being the means for them to get uh, becoming publicly traded, and then in retrospect we saw a lot of sloppy companies that would have never been able to do it through the, the traditional means of becoming public. I wonder if they've been judged harshly just by incrimination by association. Partly, I, I, I certainly think that's part of the reason that stock has come off. It also, as I mentioned at the time, I mean, all of the valuations of anything that came public in the bubble were bubbled up. And so right. things were double, you know, valued at double or triple of what they probably should have been. And so even good companies that came public at twice their reasonable valuation have come down to a much more reasonable valuation. And then, you know, if it really, like when Rocket Lab was at below $4, it was down 60 or 70% from where it had come public. And I, like I mentioned, it, if I thought the valuation was double what it should have been, then at $5, when it came public at 10, if it was double what it should have been at $5 a share, well, that's about fair valuation. 
And then anything below that, I start to get excited because I'm thinking I'm getting a discount. And then also since the time it has come public, it's one of the few, it's probably the only space company that has delivered every quarter and, you know, the fundamentals oh, yeah. have done better than people really expected. <laughs> Most every other space company that came public was probably second tier, third tier kind of space companies. And a lot of them have struggled and, you know, they had free money when they came public and they've blown through a lot of it and are in trouble. Rocket Lab is growing and it's trying to get to cash flow positive and generate cash within the next couple, three years. And I think they're going to do it. Running out of time. Final thoughts by naming a few more you like. Um, let me look at the portfolio here and see. Uh, I like Meta, Facebook. Uh, you know, the company is struggling and Facebook and Instagram are losing to TikTok. On the other hand, that is probably priced in. The stock is trading at a very fair valuation to cash flow and earnings and any profits, any other way you want to look at it. Meanwhile, they are also a great bet on the metaverse. Um, probably the leading safest bet on the metaverse, which is a very low bar. It's None of the stuff in the metaverse is safe yet. But it will be in five or ten years. Some of them will be. And I think Meta, uh, Meta Facebook, is probably the leading candidate to do so, along with Unity. It's a much more speculative company. The symbol is U on that one. Be careful with that one. It's more of a buy, say, at 30 or 35. Right now it's closer to 45. Um and, um, you know, Rock Welcome Automation, uh, ROK is the symbol. I think uh, Fruit of the Loom and Intel and everybody else are going to try to bring their factories back to the United States and make them as laborless as possible. And Rockwell Automation is the um, purest play and the leading company in doing so, enabling that. Excellent. All right. His name is Cody Willard. He joins us uh, every week on The Price of Business, one of my favorites. Uh, again, you know him from his work with uh, Fox Business, CNBC, his hedge fund, his rock band, um, and his newsletter, which I love. It's called TradingWithCody.com. Final thoughts real quick. Um, look, revolutions are happening. The world's changing. We're going to go interplanetary in the next couple, three decades, and uh, – Hang on tight. That's uh, There's going to be trillions and trillions of dollars to be made over those next two to three decades. Get your buckets out and get in front of the revolutions. I love it. Good thought. I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. More for you after this. <laughs> 